Hallelujah. Everyone worshiping with us today, we honor you and appreciate you. Yesterday was an amazing encounter. And after service, people didn't want to go home. We literally had to force people to leave after six thereabout. Amen. And the anointing remained and it's on the house. So if you were not here yesterday, I want you to prepare your heart and key in to the word you receive today. Amen. Last year was something else, but this year is another glory. Amen. With a hand clap offering unto the Lord and a standing ovation as unto the Lord, let's welcome and receive the ministry of Lady Agnes Esandor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Give it up to Jesus. Hallelujah. You cannot phantom the love of God. When you move a step closer to his love, he shows you another facet of his love. Hallelujah. I'm yet to find a man who can actually describe God's love. Put it in a sentence. It is impossible. Hallelujah. Jesus, you love us too much. Hallelujah. I just want to say thank you to Pastor Marke and my sweet sister, Lady Gifting. Hallelujah. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for making it possible for me to actually come to Bristol. Hallelujah. And for the congregation, I love you dearly. Hallelujah. We are in this together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sometimes God will just have to separate one person to bring direction. Yes. But remember that we are in this together. Hallelujah. When you remember that, you honor those who God has set over you. When you don't understand it, you abuse authority. But remember, we are in this together. Hallelujah. 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 Um, I got in here to a very big surprise. Well, how many of them? Four of the ladies from Action just surprised me. Hallelujah. And probably I've never said that to them, you know. But these ladies put so much pressure on me. <laughs> you know, they actually forced me to grow. When I brought out a theme, they ran with the theme so aggressively. I had to make sure that the theme was from God. Hallelujah. And I don't think they, knew, they know or this has never occurred to them that because of their diligence, because of their pursuit, because of their hard work, because they believed in what God has called us to do, they, I mean, they forced me to fast. I mean, sometimes we go for meetings and I tell them, I don't want to eat because I just want to make sure that what they are following is not man, but God. And today I just want to bless you. Thank you so much. What you see. 
thank God for your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can we please just lift up your hands to the Lord? Hallelujah. You are the living word. Hallelujah. You are the living word. The one who comes in many forms. Your word is like water. To test, to quench the test of man. Your word comes like fire. You said your word is like a hammer. Your word is bread unto man. And Father, today we lift up our eyes, O oh God, not unto man, not unto what man can give, O oh God, but unto you, Jehovah my God. We ask in the name of Jesus, even as the heavens are opened, O oh God, even as there is a release, Jehovah my God, of your presence, even as you are ready, O oh God, Lord Almighty, to touch us, my God, we ask in the name of Jesus, may your word, the living word, the ever present word the word that makes us good the word that comes to us like medicine the word that is able to quench our test the word that is able to satisfy our soul today we ask in the name of jesus may you package your word however form it will take but i sense your fire Lord, I sense your fire. I sense your fire. I sense your fire. To purge. To purge. To burn Jehovah my God. To set us ablaze again. To recondition us, O oh God. And to set us on, on course once again. Father, we bless you. King of glory, we lift you up. The everlasting one, we humble ourselves before you. Thank you, O oh God. Thank you, dear Lord. Your fire. Lord, your fire. Let it descend. Your fire. 
your fire, Lord. Let it descend upon us. It is still your word. Your word only comes to consume the things that are not of you in our lives. It is a purging element to God. So don't be afraid to embrace the fire of God. Hallelujah. Don't be afraid. Open your hearts. Begin to talk to the Lord. Hallelujah. I want to hear you. I want to hear you dialogue with him. I want, to, I want to hear you tell him, Lord, I embrace your fire. Hallelujah. Father, we give you praise. We give you honor. We bless your name. Thank you that you are good. Thank you, Lord, that you are good. Thank you, Lord, that you are good. Hallelujah. Father, I surrender unto you, O God. Your word must come to deliver. Your word must come, O oh God, to bring reformation. Your word must come, O oh Lord, that men will be delivered. Your word must come forth, O oh God, to give direction. Your word must come forth, O oh Lord, to encourage us. Your word must come forth to motivate us. Your word must come forth to open our eyes. Your word must come forth to give us strength. So, touch my lips today, O oh God. Touch my lips with your coal of fire. May every word that I speak Come from you, O oh God. May every statement I make, let it be a blessing unto someone. Spirit of the living God, I welcome you. Take your place by my side. Take your place in me. Use me to declare the mind of God. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Amen. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your presence. God's word. It's like fire today. Hallelujah. Please take your seats.
Today is going to be a very interesting topic. Hallelujah. Turn to someone and say, Christianity is a brand. Hallelujah. Christianity, say it's like you're telling somebody you're wearing Gucci. I can't, I can't sense the excitement. Say it like you're wearing some Ferragamo. <laughs> Christianity is a brand. Hallelujah. That is our message for today. That is the message God gave to me. It is a brand. And you will come to understand why we should look at it as a brand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are Christians. And in modern times, we have had many people refer to us as um, believers. Sometimes we even refer, us, we refer to ourselves as Oh, if you ask, oh, I'm a believer. But a believer in what? Hallelujah. What, who is a believer? And how is it different from a Christian? Have you thought about it? Who is a believer? And how is it different from a Christian? A person who feels certain about the truth of any religion is a believer of that religion. Hallelujah. If I believe in the doctrine of Islam, then I am a believer of Islam. If I believe in the doctrine of other religions, then I am a believer. A believer is someone who has a strong opinion about something. Hallelujah. But it doesn't necessarily mean you follow it. Hallelujah. So I can believe in so many things, but it doesn't necessarily mean I follow it. Now, who is a Christian? A Christian is someone who believes in and adheres to the doctrine of Jesus. Hallelujah. And is willing to be a disciple. So a Christian is a three-level stage. Number one, you believe. Number two, you adhere to, you follow. And then number three, you are ready to disciple. You are ready to be a disciple. You are ready to also attract people who would follow. And you know, increasingly, we only focus on the believer. Hallelujah. The believer comes to church. 
But a Christian does not necessarily have to be in church every time. Hallelujah. A believer takes God's word. A believer is somebody who believes God must deliver them. God must save them. God must provide for me. When I pray, God must hear. When I want anything done, he must be at my back and call. That is a believer. You believe in the doctrine, but you are not a follower. And neither are you ready to disciple. Hallelujah. The early Christians, the early um, disciples actually were the first to be called Christians. If you read the account of what they did before they were ascribed the name Christian, they worshipped and they stayed together. They studied for a year plus. They were always together. They did things according to the doctrine. They were followers of Christ. And then they became disciples. Then at Antioch, they were referred to as Christians. So today I come to disabuse your mind. Hallelujah. Because too many of us don't even understand what it entails. Hallelujah. To be called a Christian. And like I said, it is a brand. Hallelujah. It is a brand. Believers, 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 Christians. Christianity is not about keeping rules. It's not about regulations. It's not about performing some ritual. It's not about going to church. Christianity is about friendship. Hallelujah. Friendship with Jesus. Hallelujah. And you've heard this adage. Birds of the same feathers words. Hallelujah. So if you are a friend of Jesus, very soon, very soon, you will pick up the attributes of Jesus. Hallelujah. Very soon, you will understand his doctrine. Very soon, you will become like him. Very soon, your heartbeat is to disciple. Hallelujah. Christianity is a brand. When God wanted to carve out a people for himself a people he could identify with and he could relate to he called one man hallelujah he called one man out of his kindred out of his country out of his household he called one man and then transformed that man to become like him. And that man is Adam. Sorry, Abraham. 
Hallelujah. God called him out of his country, out of his own little niche, his own people. And God decided to transform. Tell somebody, a Christian is a work in progress. A believer is not. Hallelujah. A Christian is somebody who is a work in progress. God has called you and I from some very serious background. Hallelujah. Your mother is something, your daddy is something, your auntie is this, your uncle is that. Even your, the whole little clan of your, uh, what do you call it, where you belong to is another thing altogether. But yet, hallelujah, God called you. He didn't call you to just believe in his doctrine. He didn't call you to just be selfish and just Look at the doctrine. The ones that you really like. <laughs> Hallelujah. And just believe in those. Hallelujah. How many of you would actually think of a doctor can kill? A doctor can make mistakes. We don't want to think about that. Oh, the doctor will save me. Oh, the doctor will heal me. Oh, the doctor will... You know, and that is what... You know, and you believe in that. And sometimes, not even sometimes, now, that is what all church is about. Hallelujah. But God called. We want to look at Abraham. Hallelujah. We want to look, we want to study his life. We want to see where God picked him up from. We want to see how God transformed his life. And he became a father of many nations. We want to look at his struggles. In spite of the fact that God had called him out. Hallelujah. And we want to compare it to the present Christian. Hallelujah. Abraham came from a family of pagan worshippers. How many of you know that? He came from a, from a family of pagan worship. He wasn't a believer. He wasn't a Christian. He wasn't a saint. Hallelujah. He came from a pagan family but yet God so delighted in the fellowship hallelujah. hallelujah God so delighted in carving somebody who he could relate to who he could talk to who he could share his mind with who he could bless who he could make him a statement so wherever you come from hallelujah that is not the point. Hallelujah. God can call you from anywhere. You can be the only person from a family of occultic practices. Hallelujah. And he will still call you out. Number two, Abraham had many faults. Hallelujah. He lied not once, he lied twice. It wasn't, he didn't lie before God called him. He actually lied after God had called him out. He said, Sarah is my sister. 
Genesis 12, 12 and 13, and then Genesis 20. One, he said to the Egyptians, oh, Sarah is my sister. It was God who had to intervene. Then he got to Abimelech and he said to Abimelech, oh, Sarah is my sister. If it wasn't for the fact that God appeared to Abimelech in a dream, he wouldn't have known. Hallelujah. And I want you to look at all these things. Sometimes we are so focused on our sin that we cease to be Christians. I'm blowing your mind. I know that. Hallelujah. We are so focused on our sin that we cease to be Christians. Number three, Abram had some serious issues with God. Abram was 75 years old when God called him from his clan. God separated him. When God separated him, he didn't have a child. Hallelujah. Then in Genesis 15, God came to Abram. Hallelujah. He said to him, and these, after these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram, I am thy shield and thy, and thy exceeding great reward. This was the introduction. Hallelujah. This was the introduction. God comes to you and says, Oh, Theresa, fear not. I am your shield and thy exceeding great reward. But you see, Abram was a desperate man. Age of 75, no children. So his next, how would you respond if somebody came to you and said, oh, I am your, what? you. Say, oh, thank you, Lord. Bless you that you are my shield. Let's listen to Abram, verse 2. Abram said to the Lord, God, what will thou give me, seeing I go childless? That was, God, that was Abram's response. When God said, I am your shield and your exceeding great reward. The thing that plagued Adam was what was on his lips. Lord, I don't have a child. Oh, I don't have a child. God will come to you. Oh, Lord, I don't, I'm not married yet. I don't have any children. I don't have a house. I don't have anything to my name. But that was the man God had called out. Hallelujah. And I want you to identify with everything that I'm saying because it doesn't stop you from being a Christian. Amen. It doesn't stop you. Hallelujah. We are so clouded by so many of these things because you see Christianity has become something else. Hallelujah. You've got to show something. Ah, I got married at the age of 15. Yeah, 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 then I'm a believer. I'm a Christian. Oh, then I had my child at the age of 17. Then God came through for me for, at the age of 18. And then this and then that and then this and then that. So I am a Christian. I'm sorry to abuse your mind today. Hallelujah. Abraham was all of this and more. But still, God loved him. Still, God was interested in fellowshipping with a pagan. 
Hallelujah. He had serious issues. Can you I mean serious issues? Hallelujah. So God said to Abraham, For behold, the word of the Lord came to him, saying, This shall not be your heir, but he shall come forth out of thy own bowels, and that shall be the one who would be your heir. Hallelujah. God promises Abraham in Genesis 15, if you read on, that he will bless him with a child. Remember, it was 75 when God called him. He was 75. I will bless you with a child. I will bless you with a child. Abraham was desperate. So after waiting for another couple of years, he decided he would take things into his own hands. Hallelujah. In Genesis 16, Sarah comes with a very beautiful idea. And for a desperate man, oh, he just jumps on the wagon. <laughs> Hallelujah. He just says, oh, wow, that is fantastic. And Ishmael was born. He was 86. Hallelujah. Do you identify with that? Everybody is marrying. You're thinking, my God, what is my testimony? How can everybody know that I'm a Christian? Let me just go look for some guy out there. Polish him up. Put some few amens and hallelujah in his mouth. <laughs> Bring him to church. Hallelujah. What happens afterwards is nobody's business. Just say hallelujah. Just say amen. When you say, hello, pastor. Good afternoon, pastor. And that's, oh, he's very respectful. Hallelujah. Yet it's Ishmael in the making. <laughs> Hallelujah. But this was after God called him out. Hallelujah. So Ishmael was born. 86. Still no show. Still no show. From that time on, God was very silent. Hallelujah. We don't hear of God dialoguing with Abraham anymore. So, my conclusion is that at that time, that dispensation, Abraham missed it. Do you agree with me? He missed it. Hallelujah. God was quiet. We don't hear whether God did or not. I believe if God did, it would have been recorded. Because he was the first one who was called out of a pagan home. He is our example. Hallelujah. But God did not stop. He did not alienate him forever. He did not abandon Abraham. And I'm here to tell somebody who has missed it slightly. Hallelujah. You have kind of like taken a slight detour. Probably you've had a child out of wedlock. Probably 
you have done so many things you are ashamed of. But I come to tell you, it doesn't stop you from being a Christian. It doesn't stop you. Hallelujah. Abraham missed it. Ishmael was a mark. Ishmael became like a thorn in his flesh. And you know the interesting thing is that when God finally comes back, Genesis 17, and he said to Abraham, started dialoguing with Abraham. Abraham was so attached to Ishmael. So attached to Ishmael. And God said to him, As for Ishmael, you have asked me for Ishmael to live. Ishmael will live. Do you know God could have killed Ishmael? Yes. Hallelujah. But this is a man. God was so interested in a relationship with. Hallelujah. God was so interested in a relationship with that when Abraham said, Lord, that Ishmael would live, he said, I've heard you. Ishmael will also live. What have you done? What do you think you have done wrong that, Christ, that the church is judging you? Hallelujah. That you are not comfortable to come to church. That you feel you are a second class citizen in church. That you feel that you do not belong to the fold anymore. What is it you have done? What is it? You are plagued with constant guilt. And some of us, we, sometimes we, the, us, we, those in church, are the first to point fingers at. Hallelujah. But today, I want you to change your mind. Amen. Hallelujah. God is interested in Christ-like people. Not a finished product, but a product that he's working on. Hallelujah. A product that he's working on. Genesis 17, 15. And God said unto Abram, As for Sarah thy wife, thou shalt not call her name Sarah again, but she shall be called Sarah. Hallelujah. I will bless her, and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of people shall be of her. Then Abraham fell upon his face and laughed. You know what? When I read the scripture, it took me back because you see, all we know is Sarah's laughter. <laughs> Hallelujah. All we know is Sarah's laughter. But did it occur to you that 
Abraham also loved in his heart. So at that moment when he loved, he didn't have so much confidence in what God has said. <laughs> he said, Abraham fell upon his face and laughed and said in his heart, Shall a child be born unto him that is a hundred years old? And shall Sarah, that is ninety years old, bear a child? What does that sound? What does that sound like in your ears when somebody laughs to the promise of God? Hallelujah. But you see, after this, Abraham still held on to God's word. That is why it was counted unto him as righteousness. But his heart was so faint by the age of 99, he's thinking, God, are you for real? Hallelujah. Are you really for real? Me, have a child, and my, my wife bear a child? Hallelujah. And this was one of the issues Abraham carried. And God knew. Hallelujah. Number five. Abraham experienced some rather painful seasons. Genesis 21.10 Wherefore she said unto Abraham, Cast out the bondwoman and her, and her son. For the son of this bondwoman shall not be heir with my son, even with Isaac. And this was very grievous in Abraham's sight because of his child, of his son. The statement Sarah made was grievous. And you know how sometimes your pastor tells you certain things and you are upset. And then you take it to God and God says, actually, he's right. It doesn't ease the pain. <laughs> Can you imagine Abraham going to God thinking that, oh, God will just sanction it. God said, actually, Sarah is true. So what she said is true. Let them go. Because my covenant is with the seed between you and Sarah. Hallelujah. And all of this was happening and happened to Abraham when God called him out. I hope this is resonating with somebody. Hallelujah. God did not abandon Abraham in spite of his flaws. I have flaws. Hallelujah. I have issues. I question God sometimes. Hallelujah. Sometimes I do my own thing and then go to God. But it doesn't stop me. Hallelujah. It doesn't stop me. Who was Abraham? What was it that was attached to the floor? What was it about Abraham that God just zoomed in on and focused on and allowed Abraham to be transformed with time? Abraham believed God. Hallelujah. 
And he brought him forth abroad. 15, Genesis 15, 15. And he brought him forth abroad and said, Look now towards heaven and tell the stars if thou be able to number them. And he said unto him, So shall thy seed be. And he believed in God. And God counted it to him for righteousness. Hallelujah. Abraham believed God. And as a Christian, hallelujah, what is God expecting is for you and I to believe him. Amen. Thank you. Hallelujah. Romans 4.20. He staggered not, that's Abraham. Ab Abraham did not stagger at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God and being fully persuaded what he had promised, he was also able to perform. Hallelujah. Abraham believed God in spite of his shortcomings, in spite of what Abraham did when God called him, in spite of all the little flaws in Abraham's life, he believed God. Number two, Abraham did not break fellowship with God. Hallelujah. Church, wherever you are, whatever you have done, don't stay away from God. Hallelujah. Don't stay away from fellowshipping with God. If all you can say is, Lord, forgive me, commune with him. Hallelujah. Talk to him. Express what is in your heart to him. Hallelujah. If you've missed it, tell God, Lord, I know I shouldn't have done this. I know I shouldn't have done that. I know I shouldn't have done this. But I'm still here. I'm still here. And that was the thing that distinguished Abraham. He did not break fellowship hallelujah god said in genesis 18:17 and the lord said shall i hide from abraham the thing that i do hallelujah seeing abraham shall surely become a great nation god was on his way to destroy sodom and gomorrah and he was speaking this is god speaking to himself and saying I can't hide it from him. I can't. Yes, he has many flaws. Yes, he has missed it. Yes, he has done so many things. But I still cannot hide my mind from him. And God told him, give Abraham an opportunity to intercede for Lot. Hallelujah. And this is somebody who has missed it, who has defaulted, who has asked God all kinds of questions, who has stepped away from, from, from his destiny and all of that. But yet, he maintained fellowship. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Finally, he was a righteous man. Hallelujah. Psalm 37, 23. The steps 
of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delighteth in his way though he fall hallelujah though that man falls he shall not be utterly what cast down for the Lord upholded him with his hand do that man do you being like Abram do we fall God said he will not utterly cast us down why because he sees us as the righteousness of his, himself hallelujah Proverbs 24, 16. For a just man falleth seven times and riseth up again, but the wicked shall fall into mischief. A righteous man or a righteous person is, is a good person, one who has right standing with God. They are upright, they are principled, they are incorruptible. Hallelujah. And I just want to focus on not and not on incorruptible. When you have a child who hasn't interacted with a lot of people, that child is incorruptible. Their views, even though it may be wrong, they are incorruptible. When you start interacting with people, when you start giving ear to all kinds of things, it affects your spirit. Hallelujah. It affects your spirit. I'm not saying God is happy with us sinning or anything. But you see, a Christian is incorruptible, should be incorruptible. It is not about you falling. It is about you having a focus. My, force, my face is set like a flint. What people say, how people interpret whatever goes on in church, how people interpret when people fall, and all of this has no bearing on me because my mind is made up. Bible says that the seed that you have been, the seed that God birthed you with is incorruptible. Hallelujah. It is so pure. And you see, as a believer, sometimes you, you, you waver. Hallelujah. Because all you're looking at is the doctrine of Jesus Christ or the doctrine of another religion. But Abraham, in spite of every fault, every flaw, he was incorruptible. Hallelujah. He was what? In corruptible somebody who is incorruptible hallelujah. Hallelujah. hallelujah somebody who is listen if god's word says this live it Amen. hallelujah don't add on to don't subtract don't take away just live god's word and they eventually those flaws god will handle it Hallelujah. He was a righteous man. Give me an account where Abraham faulted. Hallelujah. When it comes to the incorruptibility of the seed 
in his life. Hallelujah. We waver. Believers, we are here, we are there. You go here, the man of God says, bring oil. He says, bring a gallon. And you're thinking, I mean, we don't even sit down and say, whether I bring a bottle of oil or just a small vase or whatever. We go and buy a, a, what do you call it, a gallon. What do you need a gallon for? Hallelujah. What do you need a gallon for? Hallelujah. Oh, we are selling oil on the premises. Don't buy oil from outside. Really? <laughs> really? What, what is the potency of the oil? Where is it coming from? It's not coming from the church where it's being sold. Incorruptible. Your mind is set. Your mind is fixed. But yet you have flaws. Hallelujah. Your mind is fixed. If I sin, I don't need anybody to tell me I missed it. Hallelujah. I don't justify it. It is wrong, but I'm incorruptible. Hallelujah. We have a way of using scripture to justify our sin. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? We have a way. We have a way of using scripture. We have a way of using... The man of God will say something and you, will, you know in your heart but yet we would do it. But for God to move us on, but for us to be Christians, we must be incorruptible. Hallelujah. We must be. We must be righteous. We must be incorruptible. If Listen, I don't mind telling an unbeliever, you know what, I missed it. I won't justify it. If I lied, I will tell him, I'm sorry. That is a flaw in my life, but God is working on me. Amen. Hallelujah. Why? Why twist it? I mean, you find Christians lying, lying through their teeth, and I'm thinking, please, accept that you have made a mistake. Accept that you are wrong. But keep that seed of God. It is incorruptible. It is. It is incorruptible. And that is what kept Abraham through the time of transformation. He was incorruptible. Hallelujah. He said to Lot, you know what? I don't like strife. You go this way. You choose. Go this way and let me go that way. Hallelujah. When Zara spoke, he said, you know what? Let me take the matter to God. Because he was a man of the house. How many of you? <laughs> Hallelujah. How many of you would have even asked for God's opinion? Hallelujah. Your husband says this, oh, you are joking. Hallelujah. I run the home. I'll do it the way I want to do it. The man says, I'm the man of the house. Nobody takes it to God. <laughs> To find out. And can you believe Abraham had to. Can, he had to bow. Yes. He had to bow. Because Hegai and Ishmael left. Yes. This was a, a boy of 13 year old. Who he was attached to. 
Why? Because he was incorruptible. I don't know why I'm dwelling on this, but I think somebody needs to hear it. Hallelujah. He was incorruptible. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just thank God. Thank God that the seed of God in your life, that seed, Bible says it is incorruptible. That seed is incorruptible. If you allow it, it will become corrupt. But as long as you maintain your focus, it will still be incorruptible. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we bless you. We bless you. Can you identify with any of the flaws Abraham lived with? I can't. There are so many of them that is glaring in my face. Hallelujah. But I come to encourage you. Don't give up. Hallelujah. Your faults, your flaws could be as many. Uh, let people even count it. But don't give up. Hallelujah. You are still in the race. Tell somebody I am still in the race. You are still in the race. Don't disqualify yourself. Hallelujah. Don't disqualify yourself. Many people can't even tell others about what they have done wrong. And it's eating them up. They come to church. They are afraid to open their mouth because they know that that statement will be like lightning in the church. You know how light travels very quickly? Yeah. But you know what? Let's be liberated. I bring this message for you to be liberated. Hallelujah. I brought out Abraham's faults. I could have focused on something else so that we are what? Liberated. We are all work in progress. Hallelujah. You will hear of mine today. But I'm still a work in progress and I'm still on the path to being Christ-like. Hallelujah. What did Jesus say of the woman who was caught in adultery? Hallelujah. What did Jesus say? We have looked at the Old Testament. This is Jesus' own words. He said, and when they continued asking him, he lifted up himself and said unto them, He that is without sin among you, let him cast the first stone. This is the word of Jesus to a woman who was caught in adultery. And then he said to the woman, when Jesus lifted up himself, he saw no none but the woman. And he said unto her, Woman, where are those who accused you? Has no man condemned thee? She said, No man. Then the Lord said, Jesus said unto her, Neither do I. Neither do I. Hallelujah. He said, I know what you have done. Hallelujah. I know 
You were caught in the act. Hallelujah. But those who pointed fingers at you are equally sinful. If none could condemn you, it shows that we are all on the same page. Hallelujah. The one who could condemn the woman was Jesus. Hallelujah. But then he said, neither do I. Hallelujah. I'm speaking to somebody here. Hallelujah. I want, to, I want you to live here knowing that no matter what you have done, even Jesus would say to you today, neither do I. I don't, condemn, I don't condone sin, but I'm not condemning you because I know you are a work in progress. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are a work in progress. Hallelujah. How does God perceive us in the New Testament? First Peter 2, 9. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that you should show for the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, which in time past were not a people. God is saying that now I have carved you out. You are a priesthood. You are a holy nation. You are my own peculiar people. Initially, you were not a people. But now, you are not just a set of people, but you are the people of God. Hallelujah. Which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Hallelujah. We are the called out of God. We are the chosen. We are the royal priesthood. We are the holy nation. We are a people separated, consecrated unto God. A people who have experienced his mercy and we still walk in his mercy. We are. Hallelujah. And so I conclude that we are a brand. Amen. Hallelujah. We are a brand. Hallelujah. We are a brand. We are a very rare product of God. Hallelujah. I said we are a very rare product of God on the world's market. Hallelujah. You are what? A brand. A brand of God. Hallelujah. I just wanted to sink in. Let us sink in. What is a brand? A brand? What is a brand? A brand is a product, a service, or a concept that is publicly used to distinguish one product from the other. Hallelujah. Why? So it is easily identified. Hallelujah. When you see those Plus, uh, what do you call it? The, um, what's it called again? Um, 
coffee cups, those disposable cups, and you see them. How many of you would think it's from somewhere else apart from McDonald's? <laughs> Hallelujah. When you see a Tesco brand, you don't look at it and think, oh, where is this from? Is this Max and Spencer? Or is it from Tesco? Or is this from... No, no, no. Immediately, you know it's a Tesco brand. You know it's a Max and Spencer brand. You know it's a Sainsbury's brand. I come to tell you, you are a rare brand. A product of God. A product. God has set you as his rare product. So that you, you are easily identified in the marketplace. Hallelujah. We are supposed to be easily identified. In the marketplace. When I walk into the marketplace, nobody should mis mistake me for, oh, this woman, probably she's, she, she's, she's a Muslim. No, I'm not a Muslim. Yes. Because I'm a brand. Yes. I am a rare species. Yes. Hallelujah. My manufacturer is what? God. Yes. And I got to be easily identified. In the marketplace. Yes. Hallelujah. Easily. Easily. Easily identified. Easily identified. Hallelujah. So we look at the brands that we are very familiar with. Hallelujah. The designer brand. And I'm sure everybody has one or two items. One or two clothing in your wardrobe. Some are totally obsessed with designer items. Hallelujah. Hear me. We know the history of the name Ferragamo, Gucci, Jimmy Choo. We, we know. We know it all. We know the name. We know the history. We know what is trending. Most of us will use all our savings Even borrow. Borrow money. Yes, credit card. Max your credit card and then start hiding from the provider. <laughs> oh, I can only pay five pounds. Five pounds a month. Sometimes you even go as low as two pounds. <laughs> Hallelujah. We will use all our savings just to acquire a brand. They are so expensive. And we rarely complain. Have you seen anybody holding a Gucci bag? And one, oh, I, is that a Gucci Oh, yes, 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 it's a Gucci bag, you know. Do you ever tell them, you won't believe how much I spent? I mean, I just had to empty my whole account to get. How many of you do that? <laughs> how many of you complain? How many of you? Me, I don't complain. How many of you complain about the brand you are carrying? Hallelujah. We complain. We complain. We complain about the brand. The brand. The brand what? The rare brand of God. Hallelujah. We don't complain. <laughs> Jimmy Choo, do you know Jimmy Choo's shoes, eh? Listen, I can come here. 
I'm where, I mean, I'm, I have really paid a thousand plus. All I need to do, just, don't take off your shoes, or just come, kneel down. That's it. That's it. That's it. Oh, the red, the, the red soul. That's it. You don't have to tell anybody. Now they are helping us. <laughs> they are helping us and we are paying because we like the brand. We want everybody to know that this, I'm also trending. Hallelujah. I'm also trending. Hallelujah. Sometimes we are even happy to buy the fake. <laughs> oh, I can't afford the 1,500. I can't afford the 6,000. Oh, coach bag. I mean, what is it? I mean, I can't afford it. But we are, we are, we are ready to engage in, a, in, in fake. We're ready. Just so that we are also upbeat. Hallelujah. So we, are, we also lift up our game in society. Hallelujah. But Christianity is a brand. Hallelujah. It is, Christianity is a brand created and designed by God. Hallelujah. How do you want to treat it? Hallelujah. God knows we are not perfect. Let's, listen, let's settle this thing once and for all. How many, of you has, how many of you have the ability to hide your sin from God? Tell me. How many of you? None. Before you do it, he knows it. So if sin was the issue, none of us would be Christians. Hallelujah. God is aware we are not a perfect people. He knows our issues. Like Abraham, God will make it good for you and I. As long as our brand becomes competitive in the world's market. Hallelujah. Our calling is to be Christians and not just believers. The brand we wear is Christianity. Amen. Hallelujah. It is a brand. Hallelujah. I have brought a comparison between the designers that we are very familiar about. Hallelujah. And I come to tell you where your Christian brand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God wants you and I to make it appealing on the market. Hallelujah. That's all. Yes, true That's all. Make yes. it appealing. Amen. Hallelujah. And our brand is supposed to be appealing. It's not about believing. It's about the brand Christianity. Hallelujah. Make it appealing. If you can make it appealing, God will do the rest. 
wear it on your sleeve wear it on your on, on, on your on your feet carry it like a bag wear it as a hat whatever you do wear christianity look at it as one of your brands when you step out with your gucci bag make sure that you're also wearing the brand of god Amen. hallelujah Too many things distract us in our walk. Too many things take our focus of the main reason why God called us into the kingdom. Hallelujah. Other religions are making a strong impact. Hallelujah. Other religions are making a strong impact. A strong headway. I call it a market. You can call it anyhow. But I want to call it a market. Because we have a brand. Hallelujah. We have a brand. A market. We are competing seriously with Muslims. Hallelujah. We are competing seriously with Muslims. And sometimes we wonder why most of the youth will flock to them. Hallelujah. And I come to challenge every youth here. Where your brand? Hallelujah. In the midst of your friends, make sure your brand stands out. Make sure your brand is easily recognizable make sure that when you stand shoulder to shoulder with the muslim they wear their brand but make sure your brand is very obvious hallelujah hallelujah there is too much envy there is too much jealousy backbiting betrayal competition gossip in the body of christ we have made our flaws hear me we have made our flaws our focus. And we are indirectly putting it, putting our flaws on our brand. Hallelujah. Just mention a Christian. Just, if you go to Ghana, just mention a pastor's name. You will see what they will tell you. Hallelujah. Oh, pastor, this. Oh, don't mind him. He's this. Oh, don't mind him. He's that. Our flaws are so glaring. Hallelujah. But God said, just make my brand just that. Hallelujah. I called you out. My intention is to transform you. My intention is to have fellowship with you. My intention is for you to become my disciple. Ask for your flaws. Ask for your shortcomings. Ask for the things that has plagued you and is still plaguing you. And you are a work in progress. Leave it to me. Leave it to me. As long as the seed in you is still incorruptible, God will sort you out. Hallelujah. I implore you by the mercies of God. Let us use 
our energy, everything that we have to push God's brand forward. Christianity is not about the absence of flaws and sin. It's acknowledging that God desires for us to be holy. None of, nevertheless, he has made provision for us when we fall. Hallelujah. God said to Moses, Exodus 28, verse 1. I'm wrapping up in a moment. And take thou unto thee Aaron thy brother and his sons with him from among the children of Israel that they may minister unto me in the office of the priests, even Aaron and his son, and make for them holy garments for Aaron thy brother, for glory and for beauty. Hallelujah. Our brand, our brand is for what? Glory. And it is for what? Beauty. When you step out into the marketplace, when you are on the marketplace, when you are competing with the Muslims and all of that, it is not about anything. Just make it visible. Because it is what? For glory and for beauty. We don't fight. We don't, we, we don't, we don't argue. We don't, we don't discredit one. Let your brand speak for yourself. The brand speaks for itself, isn't it? Let our brand, let Christianity speak for itself. Hallelujah. Colossians 3, 12. Put on therefore as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another, forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do forgive. Above all of these things, put on charity, which is a bond of perfection. He said, put it on. Hallelujah. Put it on. Put it on. Not as a believer, but as a Christian. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, I'm wearing the brand, a very rare brand. Hallelujah. There is no imitation. There is no fake brand. Hallelujah. You can't, you can't, no, nobody can copy it. Nobody. Nobody can copy Christianity. You can't. No, there's got to be the seed of God in you. There's got to be the seed. He puts it in you and he makes sure it is incorruptible. He puts it in you. So why are we carrying? Why are we shying away? Why don't we embrace our brand? Why are we walking away? Why don't you want people to know you are? No, forget about the sin. Hallelujah. Make up, uh, listen, once the seed in you is incorruptible, you are a work in progress. You are a work in progress. But listen, lift up your head. Wear your brand with pride. Wear it with pride. I am a Christian. I'm not a believer. Hallelujah. Because my aim 
is to attract those on, in the marketplace. If you are a believer, all you want is what is good for you. But if you are a Christian, you are very careful. When you go out there, you are just looking at everything and thinking, you know, God, just let somebody be attracted to my brand. Let them ask me a question. You know, sometimes you, you, you are, you're waiting for people to ask you, oh, so where did you do your hair? Oh, you know that designer lady? Where did you buy your weave? Now they have so many. I, sh I should let my daughter come and coach me on that. So many brands. We used to use fake, isn't it? They're uh, plasticky. <laughs> now they have Peruvian hair. They have Brazilian hair. They have, and now even our children, my child, my daughter, you dare not. If I tell you, really, go and buy your hair from Benton, mommy, you are serious, you're not serious. <laughs> you want me to go and buy my hair from Benton? <laughs> she wants the best. Because her friends will immediately tell if she's wearing uh, what, Peruvian or Brazilian or whatever. What, they just, all they have to do is just look at the hair. Just look at the hair. I don't want anything from 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 uh, 9.99 or 29.99 or 90. <laughs> no, no, no. She doesn't. She would rather save all her money, save all her money, and put it on her head. Three months down the line, she's looking. Mommy, I've seen this. It's on sale. I said, please, no. With, with the one you bought three months ago, you haven't finished using it. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. They take. Listen, how many of you have daughters? They take pride. They take pride as is what is on their hair. They will use every penny and go penniless and buy a wig for 300 and go to the best hairdresser and pay another 250 and put it on their head. What are we doing with the brand? Hallelujah. How far are you ready to go to display? Christian, how far? How far are you ready to go? Hallelujah. I come to challenge somebody. A Christian doesn't just believe. Hallelujah. But he is also a follower of Christ. And a disciple as well. He wears the brand with pride. Glory and for beauty. Hallelujah. Rise up on your feet. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes I say certain things and then immediately I'm thinking, oh my God, I shouldn't have said it. Hallelujah. Has it okay to you? You say it and you're like, oh my God, I shouldn't have said it. And what I mostly do most of the time, I just say, God, edit it. Yeah. Yes, yes, true. <laughs> edit it from their hearing. So I go back and I said, Do you remember what I was? He said, No, 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 what were you? I don't remember. Listen, God will take care of your flaws. Yeah. If your focus is to wear His brand. It's your focus is to remain incorruptible. The seed to remain incorruptible. God will take care 
of your flaws. Hallelujah. Because up until God saves us, up until we exit earth, nobody can say they are without sin. So what are we doing? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Begin to minister. How can I describe Hallelujah. Just lift up your voice and begin to talk to God. Hallelujah. How can I explain a God that's unexplainable? Every time I try, I'm at a loss for words. Church that God manufactures 
his brand. Hallelujah. Our place is the market. It is not church. God's factory is here. God's manufacturing factory of his rare brand is church. Hallelujah. But you and I, our place, when a manufacturer finishes manufacturing the brand, they don't keep it in the factory. They take it to the marketplace. And that is where we have to shine. That is where we wear our brand with pride. Not in church. Not about speaking in tongues. Not about the anointing. Not about being louder than anybody else. This is God's factory. Whether you are louder than me doesn't make any difference to God. All he's doing here is making the brand. And we go out there and display his brand. Hallelujah. You may be here today. Your brand is a little stained. Your garment is a little stained. You are looking more like a believer. Hallelujah. You're looking more like a believer. You come to church. You believe he must heal you. You believe he must prosper you. You believe God must fight your battles for you. You believe God must deliver you from wicked and unreasonable men. You believe that he must meet all your needs at all costs according to your timing. You believe no evil should fall on you. But God's brand goes beyond that. Hallelujah. There is a marketplace. There is a world's market. Hallelujah. You see how the computer, uh, what do you call it, uh, manufacturers are competing. Hallelujah. Every time iPhone is coming up with some new brand. And it's still the same thing. Hallelujah. Samsung is competing with iPhone. Who has the market share? Who has the largest share? But God expects you and I, hallelujah, to have the largest share in the marketplace. Because our brand is rare. Hallelujah. Your garment may be stained. There's nothing wrong with it. Hallelujah. There's absolutely nothing wrong. This is God's factory. How else will you wear the, the, the brand with pride in the marketplace if you don't allow God to fix you in the factory? If you don't allow God to fix you in the factory, not as a believer, but as a Christian, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we bless your name. This is your factory. Your Holy Spirit is our work. 
your Holy Spirit is ready to come down like fire to fix us to change us to renew our minds to allow our thinking to conform to your way of thinking we are a brand Lord thank you thank you we cannot compete with Gucci no God's brand cannot compete it stands on its own it is unique no, it, uh, nobody can cast any shadow of doubt on its quality Nobody. And the seed is incorruptible. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands. Begin to thank God. He chose you to wear his brand. Hallelujah. He chose you to wear his brand. Jesus is Lord. 